Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, a big boy. We've got a guy waiting on the line who we both absolutely <clears throat> love. Uh, he's a former Mariner, also played for Australia at junior level, Brad Porter joins us on the line. Was meant to be on last week, but we had those technical difficulties. Brad Porter, good morning, mate. Welcome to the show. Great to be on, guys. Ten years in the making. How good's this? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. The fans have been waiting, haven't they? We've, we've made them wait, but we're back. Hey, you know who he sounds like? The benchmark, Tony Clark. He's already talking about his fan club. Yeah, there's plenty out there. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Uh, Brad, uh, great to have you on, mate. And, uh, the Mariners' campaign is underway. We had to wait an extra week, but they've gone across the Tasman and had a two-wall draw. A couple of goals disallowed, which were spectacular. And also a couple of, you know, a couple of great goals and then an own goal for the Central Coast Mariners. Tell us more about their opening round match. Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, it's always difficult to, to go away to Wellington. Um, you know, they're, they're not always necessarily a club that's competing at the top end of the table, but it's a difficult trip. Um, you know, it's one of those sort of an international flight. So in terms of, you know, getting out of the country, it takes a little bit longer. You've obviously got the time zone switch. It's always windy. So it's just one of those away games that you don't really look forward to. So I think... Uh, you know, on the on the balance of play, you know, Monty and Serge probably walk away, you know, in particular giving away a goal, you know, so late to, to draw the game. Um, probably would have liked to have won the game, but I think, yeah, first game away there, you know, he probably walks away with a point and, and probably job well done. You saw the goals, Buttes? No, I missed them, mate, I've got to so, say. So, Brad, can you talk us through those goals? Because one of them was scored by a guy who everyone said is going to have an incredible year. And then the next one from a guy that's made the Socceroos. Tell us more. Yeah, look, two, two fantastic goals. And that's the, the, the nature of the, the Mariners now in terms of the recruitment. Like we've brought in some really exciting players. Um, I mean, the goal from, the goal from Cummings uh, that was disallowed, you know, unbelievable overhead kick. Um, you know, he's certainly one to watch this season in terms of, you know, competing at the top end of the goal scorers list. So, I think, yeah, the club's in a really good position. I think, uh, yeah, a lot of the signings that have come in have, have hit the ground running. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, I think if you look over the last 12 or 18 months, the players that, that Monty signed and, and bought into the club have all, have all been a success, which is, which is great to see. So, yeah, Brad, hopefully looking next... forward to tomorrow's game and, and getting good results. Brad, uh, being an ex-Mariner yourself... Um... You know, you you touched on the fact that, you know, it's been 12, 18 months where this development, this pathway has come through where a lot of the juniors um, or academy players have come into the, the squad and um, I think they've done an amazing job, to be honest with you. Um, how do you see the balance of the, the team and the club at the moment um, and are there good things uh, ahead for Mariners fans? Yeah, look, it's it's an exciting time for the club, Utes. I think, um, you know, I've... You know, a lot of people, and myself included, have been highly critical of you know the, you know where the club's been in probably the last you know six to eight years. Um, but I think yeah, Monty and Serge have come in obviously and and really tried to connect the club 
they understand, you know, what it means to be a club on the Central Coast. They understand the community. Um, off the back of that, Richard Peel's come in as a as a director and has, you know, obviously talked the talk in terms of ambition at the start. But if you look at what he's actually doing now, and um, you know, another one that understands how important it is to connect with the, the Central Coast community. I'm I'm super positive about where this club's going in the next, um, you know, period of time. Brad, uh, we're going to talk to Annalise Rasmussen a little later in the hour, the first ever Mariners female player signed. Could you share your thoughts on that day? I thought it was absolutely fantastic on Monday. There was a special press conference, a lot of VIP guests, and Annalise, like Damian Brown, she's now the number one and will be remembered that way by everyone forevermore. Yeah, that's right. Look, Monday was a, was a great occasion, and again, you know, harping back to to what I spoke about before and the feeling around the club. I think, yeah, everyone involved on, on Monday's announcement of the um, A-League women's on the Central Coast, I think, um, put on a really good show and, and certainly, um, you know, on the day, you know, paid tribute to the magnitude of that, um, you know, that coming to the Central Coast, which is brilliant. But, yeah, excellent for, for Annalise. Um, she's worked hard over a number of years up at the Central Coast Sports College under the watch fly of, of Dan Barrett up there and, um, you know, she's, she deserves it. I mean, she's, uh, you know, you talk about hard work in sport, you know, she's one of those ones that shows up every day with an intent to improve and, and get better. Um, she's been involved at the New South Wales Institute of Sport, you know, so three or four nights a week, she's travelling down to, to Sydney to train. She's getting back late up on the coast. She's up early the next morning to train at school. Never complains, never moans. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful... Um, you know, reward for her hard work. And as you said, you know, Damian Brown still to this day, you know, when he gets introduced, he's always introduced as the Mariners' first ever signing. So she probably doesn't understand the, the magnitude of, of that honour, but I'm sure in time, you know, over the course of her career, she'll look back and, and realise how special it is. Gee, there's a lot to be excited about as well because the Matildas will play here on the Central Coast next month. I mean, mm. that is massive and... Gee, I hope we get a great crowd for that as well. I think it's against Thailand, is that correct? Yeah, correct, mate. Um, yeah, look, again, a wonderful coup for the Central Coast to have you know, the, the national women's team up here playing. And um, again, I think it shows the, the ambition. I know Richard Peel was a um, big part of making that happen. So, um, you know, it, it's certainly not just a, it's not a token gesture from the Mariners. You know, they certainly do care about women's football and, um, you know, what an opportunity for all the, um, the young girls that play football on the Central Coast to have, you know, a, a professional pathway to aspire to. Yeah, Brad, uh, Julie Dolan was there, of course, football royalty, and there's a new scholarship in her name. It went to a young girl who's already around the young Matildas. Can you tell us more about the young player that received that award or scholarship? Yeah, so uh, young Ava Carlson. So she's another one uh, in the stables up at the Central Coast Sports College. Um, yeah, she's just recently been selected in a, a young Matilda squad, which is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, obviously to have a, you know, and again to have a scholarship named after after Julie Dolan, who's obviously a legend in women's football. Um, again, for her is a is a great honour, and um, you know, another one that that you know, young girls on the Central Coast can look up to and really see that there is a there is a pathway into to professional sport on the Central Coast. I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, Butte's, uh, Sarah Walsh was there, so she played around about 70 games for the Matildas. Heather Garriock was there. I never realised she played so many. She played 130 times for a country. Phenomenal. It is. And they also said, those two Matildas said that Julie Dolan, 
captain Australia at the age of 19. Wow, 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 wow. What an achievement. And that's probably why she's got so many uh, awards and yeah. uh, scholarships and they, uh, yeah, named after her. Uh, Brad, just on, on the women's and the Matildas in particular, probably haven't had a great deal of success in, in recent months uh, with the World Cup coming up. Um, what do you think needs to change in terms of where they're at? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a difficult question, Butes. I think, you know, heading into heading into major international tournaments, um, you, you know, you, you often get, you know, teams and countries that maybe head into these tournaments with fantastic form uh, and then for whatever reason it doesn't click in, in the tournament. Um, on the flip side of that, you can have teams going in that maybe aren't at their best, maybe aren't clicking um, outside of a World Cup and then for whatever reason things happen. So, look, I think... Um, I don't think they'll be they'll be too concerned. Um, obviously, some some bona fide world class players now. I think you know Sam Kerr finished. Uh, I think it was second um, in the female you know world player of the year the other week. So we've certainly got some you know bona fide international stars in that group now. Mm. You know playing on home soil. Um, you know they're going to get another twenty thirty percent out of that alone. So um, yeah, I don't think they'd be too concerned. You know this far out. Hey, Butes, do we give Brad Porter like a quick report card halfway through? How, how do you think he's travelling? I'm, I'm giving him a uh, probably an eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Out of 100. Yeah, I'll, I'll take <laughs> is he, <laughs> is he, yeah, is the, he the new Adam Quasney? The old Paul Horton, uh, eight out of 13. Uh, eight out of, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Brad, uh, so today we've got Newcastle versus Wellington, Western Sydney up against Brisbane. Uh, this is the one that's pretty mouth-watering this weekend. We've got a Melbourne derby, victory mm. versus City. How do you see that one? Yeah, huge game, huge game, and obviously two teams that, I mean, Melbourne City, you know, um, what what more can be said about them? Obviously, um, you know, incredibly successful over the past two or three years, you know, incredible resources. Um, so they'll always be, you know, competing at the top end of the league. But, um you know, my, my tip for the for the title this season, you know, um, is Melbourne victory. Uh, I think Tony Popovich came in last season and transformed them from bottom of the table, and I think they were a game away from the the grand final in the end. But look, I think he's uh, you know he's a top quality coach. Uh, he gets the best out of teams, and I think him in his second year at the club, um, he's brought in Nanny as well. You know, a, a world class signing who's. Um, you know, done some fantastic things in the opening two games. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean towards victory in this one. Hey, what about Nanny after his first game, where a couple of spectators were able to jump the fence, evade security? If, in fact, there was no sign of security for maybe 30 seconds, they were part of the post-match interview that was played. And, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, nothing happened, but to me, that's quite disturbing. What could eventuate? Because we do remember Monica Sellis, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I, look, I found it was bizarre. Um, the fact that it was, I mean, it was two young kids as well. I mean, you know, and they've obviously travelled a long way. I think they end up taking a selfie with Nanny and um, yeah. fair play to him. He, he was a good sport about it all. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly concerning that, you know, two young kids can get on the pitch and travel that Yeah, and then distance, about... So. About 30 seconds later, you see, you could have cued the Benny Hill music. You see security <laughs> go running running through the shot. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love it. Brad, what about yeah, the EPL, mate? We've got, we got a big game coming up. Chelsea and Man U. Man U, 2-0 winners. Uh, last game against uh, Tottenham. Um, and Chelsea uh, had a nil-all draw with Brentford. Um, 
but uh, one of the big clashes uh, of the season. Yeah, look, massive. Chelsea, Manchester United, obviously two heavyweights in you know, European football, let alone England. Um, and you look at their you know, respective positions on the table and where they're sitting, I think they're, they're fourth and fifth at the moment. Mm. I think you know, the winner of that game, probably you know, Eric Ten Hag has come into United and you know, there's certainly signs of improvement there. Um, Graham Potter as well, new manager at Chelsea. I think the winner of this game probably, you know, they're looking quite good and, and maybe start to think of themselves as, you know, an outside chance at a title tilt. Um, the loser, you know, is probably brought back to the pack a little bit. But obviously the big story out of out of United is obviously uh, Cristiano Ronaldo um, and the absolute circus that seems to be surrounding him. Um He's been dropped from the match day squad, which is, uh, you know, obviously a huge call from from Ten Hag. You know, previous previous United managers, you know, maybe haven't had the um, the backing or the confidence to do that. So it's a it's a huge move to to drop someone of that stature. But you know, in, in my opinion, the right move given the way that he's um, carried on so far this season. Hey, Buta, Brad is that good that when our sports show's on hiatus. My people are talking to his people about doing a football podcast over the summer. Why not? Have a listen to him. He's across everything. He is. He's an encyclopedia. Uh, Brad, thank you so much, and, mate, and for can joining I say, us. Can I, and can I, say, can I say as well, I'm an Aston Villa fan, right? <laughs> Stephen Gerrard finally sacked. The guy was an absolute, uh, an absolute virus at Aston Villa, so I'm stoked that he's gone. Hopefully we can bring in uh, bring a manager to take us back to the top. Yeah, gee, I, I thought wow. you were going to do a Roy Kent there. I'm glad you didn't do a Roy Kent <laughs> from Ted Lasso. Yeah, don't hold back, Brad, on what you think about Gerard. That's for sure. Wow. Yeah, Great to have you on the show, mate. Good, mate. Keep, keep up the good work at the Sports College. Uh, what a fantastic story that is. In fact, I know they've added they've added basketball. Yeah. I think rugby league is on yeah, the radar as well. In, yeah. It's a Absolutely, great nursery. Yeah, yeah Mike it's Sullivan a... doing a great job up there with rugby league, so... Yeah, and they've competed recently at the Oztag tournament, the school champions of champions, where I think they were in three out of the four uh, finals, uh, which is a, a great effort. Uh, probably the most, um, well, the strongest school there, without a shadow of a doubt. So, yeah, there's lots of good things coming out of the uh, the school there, the sports college. Yeah, Brad, you could probably give a shout-out to the main man because it, it all filters from the top down, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a, you know, Paul Chapman, obviously, you know, you guys know we started as a football school 10, well, it's 10 years ago now. We've actually been op- in operation for 10 years uh, at the end of this year and obviously a huge evolution over that time to, to bring in new sports and now, you know, known as the Central Coast Sports College and um, we're obviously, you know, beginning to see some fantastic results and, and pathways for young athletes on the Central Coast. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic, great environment to be a part of. Yeah, I'm giving uh, Brad Porter yeah. a standing ovation. Uh, great job. He's, he's a nine and a half now out yeah. of 100. Okay, oh, we're, uh, yeah. 